Thank you, everybody, for listening and watching the N-Word for Nerd podcast. I am your host, Jason, and I'm sitting here with a great cast of people. But before we jump into this cast, because if anybody's watching the show, you'll probably notice something a little different, unless you're racist and say they all look alike. But they we'll get into that to a second. <laughs> before we jump sorry, into that, please so remember sorry. to like, share, subscribe to Headcanon Circus everywhere on YouTube, Facebook, Anchor FM, Spotify. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, again, Headcanon Circus everywhere. And if you're doing it on YouTube, please remember to hit the bell so you can be notified when we post. So outside of the racists, like, you know, the Duke of Nerds, we have a new member of the team. Uh, finally, the paperwork got completed. We can finally fire Jaren's ass. And he couldn't Get him see out us. Here. So <laughs> we had an opening for a new token white man to come on the show. And we said, you know, who better? And someone who's commented on the show and explained to us the difference between white shit and black shit. And he actually broke it down beautifully. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Josh, what's going on, Josh? Thank you very much. Thank you very much. There are some nuances with the white shit and the black people shit. So I just wanted to clear it up for you guys. <laughs> yeah, no, he did a great job. Except for Jason, Thank you. the Duke of All Nerds, did answer that, you know, he was, he was white. That made all the people drink the Kool-Aid. So... Technically, I'm just saying, Jim even though my grandfather's name is it's Jim true, Jones. but we're talking about the people who are drinking the Kool Aid. Touche, you're right, you're right, you're right. But also, too, let's be real if all the Kool Aid sweet, we'll drink Kool Aid no matter what it if is. If it's purple, Kool Aid, <laughs> hell yeah, we're drinking that shit. You yeah. guys <laughs> get the white, <laughs> which surprises me because the white people made the Kool Aid and they don't usually add enough sugar, so I'm surprised we drink mm. it. But I digress. The Duke of Nerds, what's going on? Right, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Duke of Honor, how's it going today, man? It's another beautiful day in paradise. I tried to teach my kid how to make Kool-Aid, and he was like, is this enough sugar? I'm like, no, that's not enough sugar. Put a whole thing in there. <laughs> you know it's enough sugar when you take the first sip and you go, oh, that's when you got enough sugar right there. <laughs> when your teeth feel like it's about to fall out. Uh you want to make sure your spoon <laughs> is able to stand up in the middle of the Kool-Aid. <laughs> this, uh, this might be exposing... <laughs> My whiteness, but I've never even had Kool-Aid. Good for you. What? It's not healthy for you. Never it's tried not it healthy before. for you. I mean, I'm not. No. It's not a healthy thing. That it's hurts just, my heart. It was never in my house growing up, you know. Yeah, oh, parents were smart. They didn't want you to have Kool-Aid. We couldn't even go to like yeah, we went to like a restaurant. We had to get water. So anytime we had anything that was like not water was Kool-Aid. <laughs> that was it. Maybe yeah. we would get like a Coke if it was like. A holiday, like you would get cokes or something. <laughs> but, but other than that, it was Kool Aid or nothing. <laughs> Hold on, Jason, you had cokes in your stockings and for Christmas. Yeah, here you go. It's one <laughs> can of coke. That's what you get. It's Christmas. Enjoy your life. <laughs> it's better than water. Uh, so <laughs> one one oh, can man. of coke. <laughs> well, then officially we have uh, outlined Jaron by getting someone who's never had Kool Aid before. Congratulations. Good job hiring it's an, team. It's HR. an honor. We appreciate it's an honor. it. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right. So in, in respect to The Rock's new movie, Red Notice, we decided to go through a top three here of the top three rock movies that we feel of all time. So let's go ahead and let's start off with Jason. Jason, what is your number three, The oh, Rock okay, movie, or Dwayne Johnson of all time? Firstly, is three he's the always best? The rock. Three is the worst. <laughs> Or three okay. is the, the lowest, not the worst. Because we're top the lowest three. of the highest. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to go with uh, The Rundown. Yeah, that one was fun. Okay. 
Uh, that was probably one of the first like movies with The Rock actually starring in it. So yeah, I want to go with the run now. That's the one with uh, Sean William Scott. That's the and he's in the, the jungle. Yeah, that was a fun movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. fuck you. I don't know why you look at me like that. Nobody's giving you a look. Everybody's like, okay, we got it. <laughs> number three. The rundown was a fun movie. <laughs> I'm sorry, if Jaren was here, that would have been his number one. So that's why I was like, oh wow. Yeah, he probably would. Yeah. Like, oh, the rundown is the best movie ever made. <laughs> Facts. Um, my number three is a cheat code. I'm going to go The Mummy 2. I know he technically is in it, and I know he technically isn't the man in it, but mm. The Mummy 2 is so freaking fun. I got it. I'm, I'm, I'm throwing it in it. I don't care. F y'all. The Mummy 2. See, my problem with hey. The Mummy 2 does not come from the, the movie itself. It's that bad CG of The Rock as the Scorpion King at the end. And that's where it was like, even back then, I was like, mm, that's bad. <laughs> yeah, it was really it, bad. It, it was terrible. It was god awful. But other than that, but it was fun. <laughs> I still enjoyed the movie, but yeah, it's kind of a cheat code because The Rock isn't like, but he but the beginning and the end, and basically yeah, he even it. have a speaking line in that movie. I don't think he even has a speaking line in the movie. I think he it gives counts, the people's though. eyebrow in the beginning. Oh yeah, yeah. And then when he comes out, he gives the people's eyebrow again, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Josh, your number three. All right, my number three. So I've got a three-year-old daughter, so. I'm not a big fan of a lot of rock movies. I went through his whole IMDb. I'm going to have to put number three, Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise. Oh, I love Jungle Cruise. I enjoyed it. It's not bad. Yeah. And The Rock is actually pretty good in it. I think it's one of his better performances. So that's my number three. I like it. No no, no argument there on that one. All right. Duke of Honor is Jason. What is your number two rock movie? My number two is going to be another one of – Rock, the Rock's earlier starring mo- mo- uh, movies, which would be Faster. Um, it's like Drive, you know, with but with The Rock. So, like, how can you not get any better than that? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's taking the worst part about Drive <laughs> and putting The Rock in it. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's a one. It's a great movie. Really intense. It's just good. Just go watch it. All right, I've never and, heard of that one. Yeah, I, I remember Faster. Faster is actually pretty good. It's one of his like movies. Yeah, I you feel know, like it came on the heels of what was it, a race to Witch Mountain, and people yeah, kind of just lost like over faster. Yeah, time. yeah. Um, you're going to notice a, a trend here with my movies that star The Rock. Uh, so please don't give me any The Rock hate because I know it's coming. But my number two rock movie of all time is The Other Guys. <laughs> the Rock. <laughs> you pick movies with The Rock's not even in them. <laughs> <laughs> other guys, Sam Jackson and the Rocks scene at the beginning of the other guys is still a classic to this day. I dare anybody to watch that and not crack up hilariously. Aim how for the awesome bushes. it is. <laughs> yeah, even the bushes. Yes, it's so great. If I wanted you to talk, I stick my hand in your ass and work him off like a puppet. Even up a Sam Jackson's line, but still, the other guys starring the Rock <laughs> with uh Will Ferrell and Mark War or Marky Mark as I want to call him and Sam Jackson and a few. Oh, even um. Michael Keaton's in it in a great role. Oh yeah, and Michael <laughs> in there, yeah. When he uh, keeps making references to TLC songs and doesn't realize it, so <laughs> David um, Wayne's Jr. is in that too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a bunch of people in there. I mean, uh, Eva Mendez is in there. So, shout out to uh, the other guy is my number two, the Rock movie. <laughs> right, I almost so, put that. I almost put that on my list. Um, and you stole my thunder before because my number two is the Mummy two. Let me return. Hey! <laughs> yeah, I know he's not yep. in there, but it's a good movie. So, 
Hey, not, we not all, a lot of good only, movies on his. The only thing that was predicated, but for this list, is The Rock is in the movie. If he's in the movie, yep. it, it counts. Right? Yeah. That's the oh, only plus, way I know. could achieve a list. This movie sucks. This movie sucks. <laughs> also, in our top three, we really don't have any rules. So we, we argue about the rules sometimes during the show. So this is great that um, we're doing this. All right, Duke of All Nerds, your number one rock movie of all time so far. What can I say? You're welcome. Moana is his Ooh. best movie of all time. I mean, like, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Those songs live in my head. Uh, they they live here every day. So <laughs> you can you can just skip my turn because mine is Moana as well. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's all Moana. right. It has wow. to be yeah. Moana. It's probably my favorite like Pixar movie next to like Coco and and yeah, it's awesome. So, yeah. It's awesome. It's a good movie. Oh, let's yeah. keep it a hundred. Moana, welcome. the songs on there knock, man. The songs on there, Moana from getting in just knock. So I'm with you on that one. Um, my number one, actually, since I guess I'm the outlier here. And again, keeping with a trend, but this one's more consistent and close. Doom. My number one. <laughs> Me too. It was it was close to making a list. No, my number one is Fast Five, man. Is he saved the franchise with that movie? Literally, that franchise was saved on his back. Yeah, so, so it's exactly number one. Well. Oh, true, 100%. Except for, you know, I didn't care too much for Snake Eyes, but whatever, that's neither here nor there. Uh, they could have put the Rocky in Snake Eyes, and I actually would have liked it a lot more. <laughs> I mean, the fact that put him at the beginning and put him at the end. What's all the Jabba John he's doing? Like, stop, <laughs> stop talking. <laughs> You're Snake Eyes. You're not supposed to talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Fast Five is my number one. Uh, him, Vin Diesel. Actually, that's going to come up later on when we talk about Red Notice. So, hope everybody enjoyed our top three rock movies. Please comment below and let us know how full of crap we are and how we miss the gym that was called the Tooth Fairy or something. And <laughs> Tooth Fairy too. <laughs> let us know how you feel, really feel about that going through that one. Um, well, let's shift gears going to the movie we just talked about pretty much. Let's talk about Red Notice. That is a Netflix movie. That is starring with The Rock, Ryan Reynolds, who is, you know, my best friend and favorite person in the world, and uh, Gal Gadot, who I wish was my best friend and favorite person in the world. And so the synopsis of this movie is, in the world of international crime, an Interpol agent runs to hunt down and capture the world's most wanted art thief. All right, Jason, Duke of all nerds, what are your thoughts about Red Notice? Is the last name pronounced Gadot or Godot? Let's go. I Godot. always thought Godot. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, it doesn't matter because um, this movie's uh meh. It's it's fine. There's nothing too like offensive about it, and there's nothing too great about it either to me. Uh, the the pairing of the Rock and Ryan Reynolds it works. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is definitely Van Wilder turned to eleven on this one, so he's all quippy and 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 and. And snarky and stuff, which, you know, whether you like that or not, you will find different mileage out of that. Um, personally, I think it's, you know, starting to wear a little thin for me. You know, I, we get it, Ryan Reynolds. You are quick-witted. Do something else now, please. I, I, You know, I enjoy Ryan Reynolds when he does more dramatic parts. You know, that's that's why I enjoy Ryan Reynolds. The Rock is, as always, is charming and, and muscular, and he's got his veins <laughs> popping out, and he does the Rock stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gal Gadot could be replaced by a cardboard cutout of a person. I mean, honestly, she's 
in my opinion, this is no, you know, offense to her as a person. I'm sure she's a wonderful human being, but her acting to me has always been a little bit bland, a little stale. So, like in this movie, uh, she's in it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she she shows up to work every day and does the job, and I'm I hope she gets paid for it. You know, <laughs> and you know, ex, you know, I hope she gets paid in equal in equally to her her male co stars. But uh, yeah. She's, I mean, it's, I, I told Jason the other day, like, they could have found somebody off the street and they would have been not affected the quality of this movie whatsoever. So, <laughs> yeah, this movie, it's, it's, a, it's a nice, I think we talked about this, like, a few weeks ago about, like, mid-tier movies. Like, this is not, like, something that's going to blow your mind. It's not something that's going to be like, oh, this is the worst movie ever. It's just right in the middle. It's like the, you know, it's the low-hanging fruit, lowest common denominator. It's not going to offend anybody. It's not going to wow you it's just gonna be fun and that's it and that's all it needs to be so yeah that's my that's my thoughts of it um i'm not gonna go any spoiled territories but i do think the twist ish at the end was kind of fun because there was a situation where a character was doing something and i was like if that character was telling the truth he wouldn't be doing that right now so uh we'll get into more spoiler stuff afterwards but uh yeah that it's 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 there it, it exists. <laughs> it, it exists. All right. Josh, your thoughts on Red Notice? I agree with everything Jason just said, except that it was not fun. It was so <laughs> boring and tropey and Gal Gadot. I hate Gal Gadot. I, I just can't stand her. Yes! <laughs> I feel like she's a bad person. I just don't like anything about yes! her. No, no, no. I want to take a moment to pause, Josh. You are welcome on this show anytime you want to come on. <laughs> anytime you want to come on, please continue. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't even like. She's always playing like this action role, but she doesn't even look coordinated. Like she doesn't look like she could. She looks like she'd be good at cardio or something. Like she, <laughs> she could run a long time, but she can't fight or kick. Um, Ryan Reynolds, uh, I'm I'm sick of his thing too with his like breathy sarcasm that he's always doing. It's not really ever funny. I'm one of the few people that hates Deadpool. I just I, I'm not I'm not into him at all. And uh, how is he going to be just conveniently an Egyptologist? His mom was an Egyptologist. He flies a helicopter, <laughs> and he's and he's like the world's best art thief. <laughs> There's so much second best art thief or third oh, best. Oh, second best, thing. yeah. <laughs> everything, everything in this movie had been done a million times, like every step of the way. I gotta plug my computer. <laughs> yeah, no yeah those, those are my thoughts. Okay. Oh man. Um I was gonna say something. I, I wish Jaren was here. I really wish Jaren was here <laughs> for this review. Because he would have probably died of shock. <laughs> um, was he a, oh, yeah, is he oh. a Gal Gadot fan? No, oh, he no, is a Ryan Reynolds stand. He says him and Ryan Reynolds. There's a lot of those. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of those. Yeah. Oh man, I, I'm so happy Josh is here because I feel like it takes some of my steam now. So before I jump into this review, uh, we'll jump into a quick ad real quick, and we'll be right back with uh, the review. Okay, so we're back here. All right, my review of Rant Notice. So noticing the wasted potential made me red because I had to notice. <laughs> the terribleness of this movie. But here's the problem with this movie is that this is one of the things I do enjoy. It's really literally a genre mashup. We get the 
Pirates of the Caribbean ask like nobody wants to work together, so we're all in this circle of you know fighting everybody. We get the tropish national treasure. Hey, we got to go and do this adventure movie, but then we have a heist movie in between all of the adventuring. And so 90% of the time, I'm like, yes, I love genre mashups. This is what I like in movies. I like people that make original ideas and put like old ideas and put them into something to make something new. The problem is, is they take old ideas, put it into this blender, and it's still old ideas. Like <laughs> it's, it's like old. my kid, yeah, but it's like my kid started cooking and they'd be like, Yeah, I like chocolate, throw that in there. You know what else I like? Oh, I like milk, throw that in there, but you know what else I like? I like peanut butter, throw that, and you're like, oh, this sounds like it's gonna be really good. And then they go, you know what I really like? What do you really enjoy? I enjoy cornbread and green <laughs> beans, and, and you throw this shit in, you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. You you had it before a moment, then you went off. I'm not gonna talk about the Ryan Reynolds thing. I've talked about it enough, and I got killed on free guy when I was like, I'm over it, I'm done. If I gotta hear him, hold on, no, no I do want to talk about Ryan Reynolds for one moment on it. Because, <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I was gonna let it go, but I, I kind of I gotta let it be known now. You know when your shtick is over? When you recycle jokes from other movies into your shtick. His whole, my, my mouth can't even say the words, team, team. That was in Free Guy. You ripped off your own movie and put it in this movie. And it was like, nobody would notice. <laughs> because I guess people that watch Netflix don't go to the movie theaters either. Who knows? Uh-huh. But yeah, so I'm over him. I will disagree with one thing with you all. I thought Gal Gadot was the best thing of this movie. You know why? Because the rest of them suck so badly. We know how I feel about Ryan Reynolds. How do you cast The Rock and you tell The Rock, hey, 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 tone down the charisma. Like, be the straight man. Not the straight quippy man, just the straight man. Like, That's I don't true. Even think he he was very stale, I, yeah. Yeah, I don't think The Rock even cracked the joke in it until the very end, which we'll talk spoilers why that happens, but they make him play the straight man to the T that almost it was, it was boring. I was like, well, why did you get The Rock for this? You could have got any dude for this. You got some dude that like what's the dude uh that plays Crossbone in the Captain America movies and no no um, Frank Grillo is a fucking national treasure right no but my, my point I'm saying is that Frank Grillo's <laughs> name isn't going to pull people in like The Rock so you could have cast him and saved a lot more money and put him in this movie and it would have worked the same it wouldn't have been any different it just would have been the same it, dude it probably so would have been better with Frank Grillo honestly. <laughs> probably so because he probably would have been like, "No, this sucks." Because Frank would have probably smacked him upside his head real quick. Like, stop talking, man! Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so, um, I do like to also point out the fact that it is a point where Gal Gadot sings downtown, and she can't sing. She can't sing so well that Ryan Reynolds has to say, "Oh, she has a wonderful voice." No, because she doesn't. <laughs> Don't lie to us. We heard it. We heard it with our ears. Also, on the corresponding that we had, uh, Anna Joy Taylor sing. Anna Joy Taylor sing downtown in the last night in soho which was really really great to hear her sing it it makes me now but hate last night in soho hearing her sing that song that's how <laughs> feel, that's how bad it was for you <laughs> yeah 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 not only want to i never want to hear downtown as long as i can live <laughs> just put it out there like that um if this movie was a b or c movie it would have been way more entertaining but the fact that you were selling this as your a movie it it just doesn't work for me um all right talk about that so with all that being said I do guess disagree with Josh. Like, the movie was kind of fun. And near the end, it kind of picked up steam because they started letting The Rock be The Rock once the reveal was released. And I felt like that worked. And to Jason's point, yeah, at one point I'm watching this and go, why is he doing this thing <laughs> when he's tr- his goal is to do the other thing? Yeah. Should he be going after the other thing? And okay. And that's why I was like, you know what? It has to be a twist here because this makes no sense. But anyway, we'll go that and we go into spoiler territory. Uh, but then my last critique of it is that I know how you felt, Jason. You do not want to see a sequel of this. 
I actually do want to see a sequel to this now. That now we get The Rock being The Rock, and that means Gal Gadot's lines would be even less, and then Ryan Reynolds <laughs> will probably get smacked up the head because now The Rock can be The Rock now, and that have to be this dude that we don't care about. So I will be here for the sequel if if they actually kind of let The Rock be The Rock, like. I'm he sure they'll probably replace Gal Gadot in this in the sequel with Lizzie Chaplin or someone else because that's what they that would be awesome. <laughs> someone who actually wants to be there. <laughs> All right, well, we'll jump into uh, spoilers really quickly. So, for those that don't know, oh, there we go. Countdown for Jason: five, four, three, two, one. We're in spoiler territory. Go ahead, Jason. What's the spoiler that you wanted to speak about? <laughs> the Rock is a bad guy the whole entire time, and it's like he's supposed to be a cop, and then he starts shooting at cops, and you're like, cops don't shoot at cops, <laughs> like they don't right. shoot at cops. That's called a crime when you're a cop. <laughs> if you shoot at cops, even if you're not hitting them, <laughs> if you're still shooting at them, <laughs> you're going to go to jail. I was like, oh yeah, there's he's not a cop anymore. Like he's definitely there's definitely something going on here. <laughs> it's like, and it turns out that him and Gal Gadot were in it on that all the whole entire time, which I don't buy. You know, they have no which? like chemistry whatsoever. But that's because Gal Gadot is, you know, a cardboard cutout of a human being. Yeah, she does, can't does have it, chemistry with anybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> does does this make us appreciate Chris Pine more that he was able to pull off Wonder Woman and that chemistry there? Like, does it make us be like, oh man, Chris Pine must be a really good actor because. Look, you bought into that Chris romance. And Wonder Woman. Really good actor. I didn't buy. I didn't buy into that romance though. But I, Chris Pine was good. But she still sucked. She sucked in Wonder Woman. I mean, like, honestly, like, like that's like she looks like. I guess if you want to have someone who is is not you know, hundred percent white person be you know Wonder Woman, yeah, she look looks the part. But like for me, she's never been like the Wonder Woman that you know I grew up with the the bold, confident sort of like yeah. you know take charge sort of person. She's always just been kind of like just there, and that's like yeah. the thing was like when she was cast as Wonder Woman, like oh Gal Gadot's gonna be Wonder Woman. I'm like who is that? And they're like oh she was in Fast and Furious. I'm like and I go through my, my mind with the people in Fast and Furious because I've seen every <laughs> single Fast and Furious movie twice, right? And I go right. I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> it's like, oh no, she was love interest with Han. I'm like, Han had a love interest in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> she was the one of the cut. I'm like, I, I don't know. And they're like, oh, she was in Fast and Furious. And I go back and I'm like, oh, there she is. She's in a, a lot of it. <laughs> too too much. She's like a major um, character, and I could not recall her for the life of me. Yeah, that's my, my news biggest... to me. I didn't even know she was in that. <laughs> my, my biggest heard on this movie was that okay i i get it because you have to make a movie so uh, let me say that first the things happen in this movie because you have to make a movie but why didn't they like they knew where homeboy lived why didn't they just be like let him collect all three and then we could just grab him at his house and take all three and the movie's done but okay i get it you got to make a movie so let's not do it the easy way then i was like hold on why, why does he keep saying i need to do this to clear my name so i got to get her but you knew she probably went to Egypt, and you was like, "Nah, I'm following you though." Like, yeah, I'm following what? you to like, freaking Argentina. <laughs> it, it just, yeah, that's what I knew when he went to Argentina. I was like, "Oh, he must be in on it," because it makes no sense that he's doing this. And the bad guy thing, I mean, I don't, yeah, whatever, man. That dude, I mean, it, it, it just didn't make any sense. Like, uh, okay, let's frame. Like, so the the con was to 
get The Rock's character close to Ryan Reynolds' character so that Ryan Reynolds' character could show him where the last egg was to then take it from him and present it. So you went through all of that. So what if Ryan Reynolds never trusted him? And what was your plan at that point? Just to... Or the fact that it's completely fucking convoluted that he knew where it was in the first place. He broke his father's <laughs> watch. He somehow was a Nazi, like, like <laughs> collector or some shit like that. That's fucking weird. <laughs> and like, oh, I found a map in my father's watch because he never loved me. And that leads us to the fucking secret Nazis, which all that shit in that fucking bunker would have probably been worth more than $300 million. Because let's... Like, mm-hmm. and you're only worried about one thing, and then they're going in there blasting. The cops are shooting in these priceless artifacts and shit that's been hidden for 70 years, and no one's like, wait, we don't need to do all this. This All this shit here, even that fucking car was worth, what, $20 million or some shit like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, right. Let's just split this shit up and, like, call it a day. Or the fact that you're going to get $300 million, there's three of us. Hey, Ryan, here's on $100 million, and the two of us get $200 million, and we'll all just uh, suck dick together. I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it wasn't worth Or, Or my other part, too, was like, why were they telling the cops where they would be? Like, if the goal was to get Ryan to show you the last egg, like, why tell the cops? Like, why was the cop there at the at the party? Like, why would you tell them that? Well, like, she, she followed Bishop, who followed them, even though they never knew where Bishop was. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> well, no, I'm at the party scene. Remember, she hints off the cop. She sends the thing to the cop on email or whatever, breaks it to her computer. Yeah, why would you tell the cop about... where you're going to commit a crime? <laughs> Especially when you need the second egg. So, uh, anyway, um, let's go right on to the ratings. Josh, let's start with you. What do you give this rating for this movie? What are we going out of? Um, out of five. One to five. Zero five being the classic and zero or one being the worst. One. <laughs> it's like fuck Galgado. I didn't even I didn't even I didn't participate in the spoiler talk because I fell asleep like 30 minutes before it was over. It was so <laughs> boring. You you didn't waste your time and got some rest. Good for you because me and yeah, me and Jason I didn't suffered. revisit. Uh what about Jason, you guys? what is your I mean for me it's not that bad. So I'll just give it a two. It's just it's there as it exists. Yeah, I'm, it's on I'm the same part. You well. know, it's funny because Halloween Kills, I fucking hated, and I gave that a two. I hated it. <laughs> Halloween Kills is a one as well. Halloween Kills is worse than Red Notice. <laughs> All right, I gave it a two They're as well. Let's go. Let's go jump into some questions. All right, question number one: Who wins in a real fight, The Rock or Ben Diesel? Josh. The Rock. Jason. How is that even a question? The Rock actually knows yeah. how to fucking fight. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> like, what is that? Like? Yeah, 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 maybe. <laughs> All right, here's question number two. Does The Rock have any classic movies? Jason. Moana. Moana, yeah. Okay. I'm just in there for ranked it as a classic. All right. That's All a right. classic, man. Fuck that. Well, my, my third question, you guys have already answered for me. My third question was, is Gal Gadot a good actor? <laughs> yeah, you already know. <laughs> uh, for anyone who did not listen to the whole reviewing segment, the answer is no. They both hate her. I mean, Josh hates her. J- Jason thinks she's just a bad yeah. She's just I a mean, bad I, actress. I'm not also not a Palestinian either, so I probably if I was Palestinian, I would hate her even more because she was in the IDF and mm, wants to perpetuate that whole entire conflict. But 
I don't live over there. I'm J- hey, I'm <laughs> Jewish with Israeli family, and I hate her so much. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, he's like, it I don't, don't even matter about that. She just sucks. Yeah. I love I, it. I for love some it. reason, I hate her more that she's from Israel. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is gonna be the best episode ever, guys. All right, we're gonna jump Thank into you, our second review. <laughs> Of the day, we are going to talk about Night Teeth. This is another movie that is on Netflix. Netflix is going to have to cut us a check eventually, but we'll get there one day. <laughs> All right, Night Teeth. Let's okay. go ahead and start off with you, Josh. What did you think of Night Teeth? Huh? I thought I was going to hate it because um, it was very like everyone's talking like they're so cool and trying to make everything seem so cool, and it seemed like kind of like a little bit contrived. But it ended up kind of sucking me in, and I thought it was um, uh, entertaining. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> uh, but it was entertaining. Um, nothing amazing, but uh, decently acted, decent script. Um, I can't say anything too glowing about it, but I can't hate on it too much either. I read some reviews, and... Uh, before I saw it, and there people are really hating it, but it's not that bad. Oh wow! All right, yeah, before we mid- jump middle into of the you, road for me. Before we jump into you, Jay, I've got to give the synopsis. A college student moonlighting as a chauffeur picks up two mysterious women for a night of party hopping across LA. However, when he uncovers the bloodthirsty intentions in their <laughs> dangerous, shadowy underworld, he must fight to stay alive. Which I feel like the movie is not quite what that that said. No. But okay. <laughs> Jason, go ahead. Duke of Honors, what is your thoughts on Night Teeth? I, I kind of agree with Josh. Is like it ended up. I didn't think I was gonna like it when I started watching it, but I ended up like just having fun with it. Um, the plot itself really doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Um, basically, uh, the in L.A., the vampires has divided the city up into different. I guess neighborhoods they control but except for one which is uh i can't remember the name of the la of the neighborhood but the the and but the one that's exclusively human and somehow like they're just like yeah no fuck this and they're gonna take over all of them even though they're like they don't have any special powers to defeat all the other vampires they just do it these two (laughs) girls (laughs) and theon Greyjoy just like yeah, and it just makes it like, why, if you guys are that powerful, why you weren't the boss to begin with? Like, why were you not like in charge if you can just walk into King Vampire's house full of 50 people, 50 other vampires, and kill them all and just walk right out like it was no big deal? Like, like <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Um, the whole, I like, uh, I'm, I've been a big fan of Debbie Ryan since uh, Sweet Life, Life uh, on Deck. <laughs> Who's that? Which character is that? That is Jesse. the vampire that she ended up, that he ended up falling in love with. Oh, okay, um, okay. That's not really a spoiler because it's if you even watch five minutes, you can later, tell that's going to happen. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, she's yeah. the most famous person in the movie, so <laughs> she's always going to have some sort of redemption arc, even though she doesn't. <laughs> like, like the guy like meets her when she's murdering a dude, and like, oh, you're not a bad vampire. Like, no, she killed a whole bunch of people this like this day, <laughs> night. So. I don't understand, like, how you're, like, just cozying up to her. Like, her whole entire plan was to kill you, too. <laughs> um, but other than that, like, I kind of like the the lore of it, even though, it, like, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Uh, I like the fact that even though there are 
they throw a lot at the screen at you and you know not a lot of it sticks but like I, they're, at least they're trying and i i respect that they're mm. trying to you know they're trying to do something um but yeah it's 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 not great but it's not bad i mean this is the, the theme of the fucking week is it's like it's there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is a movie <laughs> Absolutely. Um, before I jump into my review, we'll take a quick break and do ad, make some money. All right, we're back from that. Now, um, let's do this Night Teeth review. All right. Um, this is the Night Teeth time. I got to watch a brother simp over some white chick that he just met. <laughs> Look, I'm tired of this shit, man. I am tired of it. Like, one, it was no reason for her to like him to begin with. It was just like, and they gave you that line like, oh, she likes everybody. Hold on, so you're mm -hmm. telling me this chick that you met in the 70s that you've been running town with, she just like everybody I fuck around with? And you ain't found <laughs> nothing, nobody. And this is this is the guy she traded it all for? What are we talking about? Like, mm -hmm. why? But okay, if, you, if you're going to let me go with that, I'm going to go with Anna Moreau. The problem is, like you guys just said, it's like they took two movies that would have been really good movies and they put them together and was like, yeah, this would be an even awesomer movie. Like, <laughs> either give me the movie about the lore and just do the full lore on and I'm here for it with the brother. Or give me a movie that's a pretty much a bottle episode, which we'll talk about that in the next review, where you just have him being the driver with these chicks, going to these locations, and having no inference on the lore, and, and let it else. live that way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just one or the other, it would have worked. But the fact that you gave me both of these, it didn't work because I just only cared about them traveling. That's the only thing I cared about. I cared about, I thought, the most menacing parts with stuff like when they were in the... Um, the gas station uh, store where chick like was like, you know, who would you contact? Like that stuff was cool to me because it's like, <laughs> yeah, like this dude, like he doesn't know how to, he can't control these chicks, but also he has a responsibility because he kind of has to control these chicks. And it just, I get frustrated with movies like this because I know that a premise in here was really good. And I know that somebody wrote this script and they had a very direct idea. And it felt like somebody came in and was like, well, no one's going to understand that if that's in this movie. Or no one's going to get mm -hmm. why this is going on, so you need these scenes. Um, but let's talk about some good, good stuff in this movie, because uh, the good stuff in this movie is very short-lived, just like Megan Fox's cameo. <laughs> the good stuff in this movie, like the whole parts in it, <laughs> where the violence... Is... And everything is her being... <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. Um, the, the violence being in the background offset in a lot of scenes, I thought was just masterful. Like, that is such a great uh, use of, of making an action scene without having to, because you probably have lower budget, do a full-on action scene so you don't got to do this full-on choreography and all that. So you place it in the back offset where you can kind of make it out, but it isn't clear enough where you need to have like someone training for two, you know, three weeks to get these things down. Uh, I thought that was a really good look for it. Um, I thought the look of the movie looked good. Like LA mm -hmm. is going to be glitzy and glamoury, and in the parts that were kind of run down they had that feel to it but it still was glossy like la so for people who haven't been to la or picture la this movie shows what la you probably picture in your mind if you think about la with a nightlife with vampires and etc so it was a lot, like i said that that's why it hurts so bad in this movie because it's so much good stuff in this movie that it's just wasted on like going off sad missions that we don't care about or like manufacturing romances you didn't have to manufacture a romance in this you could have just made mm -hmm. them good friends and made this work perfectly, that he was just genuine and was saving their life. So, like, they're like, nah, we owe you because you had our back. 
you didn't need none of the other romantic spotlight. It, it didn't matter. It did not matter. All it did is just make this dude more of a simp because this dude was like, hey, I know you guys are bad people because I just saw you literally blood drain other people that you, yeah, yeah. And I'm going to be cool with it because you know what? I didn't get thrown in the trunk by a cop, I guess. Like, I, that's what I think of why he was cool with it. And even then, after that, he still wasn't cool with it. I, I don't know. At one point, he just changed his mind. It was like, I guess I'm here for the night. I guess I might as well ride with him. Like, I don't, I don't know. I do yeah, not know. Like, there's, I do not there's a point it. where there's like legitimate like vampire hunters, and these people are like, we're trying to kill you because these people are bad people. He's like, nah, I'm, I'm gonna fuck with them. They, it's Debbie Ryan from the Sweet Laggy <laughs> Jack. Cody, she's kind of cute. Jesse, you need to do Disney. Um, I gotta hang out with her. She's she's way better than you, random black guy, and your vampire hunters who seem to be bad at your job. <laughs> like, right, 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 right. <laughs> I I will say this about the movie though, and as in the contrast to the last one we just reviewed, the chemistry between especially the three in the car is really good. Not the romantic chemistry, but just the chemistry of them playing their roles and tropes and how they play off each other in that dynamic. I thought that was excellent. Like Zoe's character being kind of shot out and him being always worried about like, what is she going to do? Like where he where does he stand with her? He never feels like he's in good standing with her. So I thought all the dynamics between them three works. I think that's why part of me was like, they should just kept the movie them three and did all this because I felt like it worked cleaner that way. And I felt like all of their energy worked very well together. So for what it's worth, I, yeah, Jason said, I guess this is that show for just being like, eh. Um, do we have any spoilers we really want to go into? Because I feel like we spoiled a little bit here and there. It's nothing really major, though. No, um, no, no. Um, all right, well, there's not anything to spoil here. Uh, I just, yeah. I kind of think it's cool that you know the only place that was free of vampire influence was the ones that were run by the Hispanic dudes, but even then, they were all killed very easily. <laughs> it's like, yeah, how did get to that point where you're like, oh, yeah. This area is off limits to y'all vampires because we're so powerful. And then, like, Fionn Greyjoy from fucking Game of Thrones comes and kills <laughs> all your dudes by himself. Like, mm -hmm. like also, what is sidebar. Yeah. Go ahead, Josh. No, you both made, like, the best points for me is, like, one, how are these two girls the uh, all-powerful, like, beating up with their bare hands all the other vampires? Like, what makes them so special? Like, when, when they went to that surfer vampire guys like how which is a great scene then, oh, <laughs> it's not yeah it's not a bad scene but then like everyone busts in and then they just whoop everyone's ass it's like yeah they handle them easily why <laughs> yeah how they're vampires too and then your point about the love like that was you couldn't believe that like this chemistry came out of nowhere like they they didn't build up to it or anything and this is a cold-blooded vampire like why does she like this you know this like you said, simp virgin dude who doesn't have a lot of <laughs> confidence. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah, no game. No game at all. Um, yeah. He's going to still go to college after. <laughs> Here's a spoiler. He's still going to go to college after becoming a vampire. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> you don't need college not, anymore, not, my friend. <laughs> night school it is, I guess. I guess he went to night school badly. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Jason, what do you give this? What do you rate this movie? 2.5. It's it's better than it was more entertaining than Red Notice, but just barely. <laughs> All right, Josh, what do you give the yeah, rating on this? Movie? I was gonna, I was about to say two point five too. Yeah, definitely, definitely better than than Red Notice for me. Way more entertaining than Red Notice, but not a good movie. All right, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm right lockstep in with you guys. Two point five is what I hit on there. All right, let's do some quick we questions. Agree. 
Yeah, I know, right? Here's <laughs> some quick questions on this. Um, will Debbie Ryan ever not be remembered as Jesse? Jason. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised no one was like, hey, Jesse, in this whole entire fucking Right, movie. right. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it, too. Josh, any thoughts? <laughs> I didn't even know who that was. <laughs> so, no, obviously you've not Josh been a grown man watching Disney Channel like the rest of us. <laughs> my little brother was born in my little brother was born in '94. He watched The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, I was I like, was, boy, I was, I was boy meets world and stuff like that. Saved by the Bell, right? That's I what we were too. But my daughter's college. my daughter's watching Jesse. So yeah. <laughs> See, I never watched Zach and Cody, but my daughter's watched Jesse. So, um, oh, she had her spinoff show. Yeah, she had yeah, a spin yeah, yeah, yeah. after yeah. the Sweet Life. Uh, Sweet Life on Deck is when she started. And she had a spinoff for Jesse. I don't know this girl's whole entire discography. I don't know why. I would <laughs> sounds like, yeah, 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 sounds like do. you do. Yeah, <laughs> yes, you do. She, she's, she's pretty attractive. I'm, trust me. When I saw her, I was she, like, she's she? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, we already know Jason's answer, but we have to ask Josh. Josh, werewolf or vampire? What would you rather be? Vampire. Oh, yeah, it's you know? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't want all my bones breaking. It's a torture life. Yeah, werewolf yeah. is a tortured existence. They all want to kill themselves. A month. I feel like that's like not even a big deal. <laughs> you ever seen <laughs> like, their eyes when they're in their man form? They're just yes. tired and haggard. But you get the rest of your life. You get to go to the beach. You get to go to restaurants. You get to enjoy your life. <laughs> except for once a month, you turn into a raging beast. And you know what? That's easy. You got, all that guilt? you got all that guilt to carry around. You're eating if people. If you kill people you know or it. you care. Oh, and vampires aren't going to kill people. You wake up naked in the middle of a public space. I do that anyway. We're walking around. <laughs> um, Friday night. Yeah. Every woman on here is pissed at you, Jason, to be like, "Oh, only once a month of pain is easy for a man." Okay, um, just throwing Look, it out there. But the thing is, they <laughs> exist and still have happy lives, and they do it. That's the thing. It's like y'all are saying they don't oh, have I happy can't lives once a month. Like there are people out there. Half the populace of the planet does it all the time, and they they you don't hear them complaining. <laughs> Except name me, name me, name name one werewolf from a movie that has a happy life. Um, uh, Teen Wolf. <laughs> oh, you got me. You got me. You got me. <laughs> I was gonna yeah, say Teen Josh from uh, Being Human, but that there was a whole way to get. Yeah, there. it wasn't really the best life for him though, because he he had At the end. Well, a, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. That's true. But then he had to like better, he was better off the lady. <laughs> They Facts. had two that little babies very... together. <laughs> That's true. All right. I'll, I'll last give... shot. I'll let you have that. Live, all right. All right. This one's going to probably take you a minute, so I'll probably say it, and then I'll go and let you go. Best vampire movie. Um. Mm. So mine jumping off is my favorite vampire movie of all time is Dust Till Dawn. I love to Dust Till Dawn. Like, it is. That's a great, great it's, a, it's a genre. Yeah, it's a genre mashup, which I always love. And, I mean, that's Selma Hayek scene. I've never felt something in my life that gave me a boner, but also scared me at the same time. I didn't know I could get a scared boner, but she she figured it out for me. So uh, I had her poster. I had her poster with a snake on my wall when I was like growing up. She was oh. my goddess after watching that. <laughs> I've never seen hips like that. Like how how do the hips work that they are that big She's on that little Latina. body? Oh, that's how that works. Yeah, that's yeah. Not a lot of Latinas yeah. look like oh, Selma Hayek. That's true. Facts. 
Wow, um, that's, that's a so, hard one. Josh, do you have a best vampire movie? This is a oh, really hard one? question. Yeah, I've yeah. got a couple popping in my head, but... Well, stream them off. What's your stream of thought? What are some of you thinking I mean, about? this is definitely not the best one, but it, the Let the Right One In, the, the foreign one, oh, is really good. I love that. Yes. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Yes. <laughs> um, This is also not the best, but did you guys see the Blood Red Sky that just came out? Yes. Yeah, yeah. We reviewed that was, it. That yep. was pretty dope. That's yeah, that was pretty say. dope. Yeah, the plane movie. The, oh, yeah. yeah you, you suggested it. Yeah. You know how many fucking movies I watched? <laughs> That's true. Like, since I started doing this. And Blade uh, 2. Right. Off the top Blade of my head. Oh, I forgot about Blade 2. Ah. Blade yeah. 2, yeah. Blade 2 is the one really right there. Uh, I was going to say Benicio Del Toro, but not Benicio. Gil, 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 I can't even say it. Guillermo. Yeah. Guillermo Del Toro is fucking. He's a, he just loves vampires in general. Um. I was gonna say like maybe there's not the best vampire movie. One I really enjoyed was the uh, remake of Fright Night, but also the original Fright Night. Both those. I love yeah, the remake yeah. of Fright Night. Yeah, yeah, remake of Fright Night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they both scare the shit out of me. Like, oh, that's <laughs> like yeah. Meeting your neighbors and them being vampires is already scary. Um, yeah, I'll go with those two just for fun. Okay, just for funsies. Vampire in Brooklyn. Come on, Eddie Murphy. Love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. <laughs> Sin is good. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a hard one. And I know we're gonna get people that are probably gonna comment, but please comment and let us know how we can we skip interview with a vampire or Dracula or Norse Rock from 1932. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know we're gonna get a lot of heat for that. Cause even before I even get to them, I mean 30 days and 30 uh, 30 days a night is one of the top ones too. That is just fucking awesome. That's an so. awesome ass movie, man. Also, kind of scary just to think about, like, oh wow, our whole entire town is being taken over by vampires. What are we gonna do? Oh, I don't know. I guess we're all just gonna die. This is sit here and wait to die, <laughs> right? right. <laughs> That's when vampires go to vacation because it's no, it's no sun. Um, all right, we are going to jump into our last movie review of the day. We have I Trapped the Devil. I believe it's two thousand and nineteen film. Uh, so the synopsis here. Hoping for a joyful family reunion, Matt and his wife pay a surprise visit to the home of his estranged brother, Steve, to celebrate Christmas. To their shock, they soon learn that Steve has a hostage in his basement, a man he claims is the devil. Um, before we jump into that review, we're going to take a quick moment for ad break. All ad right. Break. Welcome back, everybody. Yep, yep, yep. Got that out the way. Nice and smooth there. I'll start off here. Um... Trapped in, uh, I trapped the devil is in the details because this movie doesn't want you to focus on any details. They just want you to enjoy what is working out in front of you. Um, I feel like when you start questioning parts of this movie, it falls apart. But a lot of the times, if you're questioning parts of this movie, it's because you haven't bought into the premise. As I mentioned before, how I wish that Night uh, Teeth was a bottle episode. This was a bottle movie. Like you pretty much have three characters, not including the devil. Uh, or the gentleman trapped behind the, the door. Whether he's the devil or not, it, we don't know. Right, right. It has to work. This movie relies on their shoulders, and it has to work in that work because of them. The part that I think hurts this movie a little bit is, like, these three people aren't the best actors. And that's where sometimes the movie hits me a little harder because if the acting was better in this movie, I feel like this movie would have been one of the greats because of the premise and how they break it down from scene structure to how they play with the tropes of is this mental health? Is this real? Oh crap, is this real? 
Is it the devil, though? Oh, crap. It possibly is. So he wasn't crazy, but is he going crazy? Is it because of the devil? Is it because of symptoms of, uh, of mental health? Like, you play with a bunch of questions here that are pretty dope. If the acting was stronger, I think the emotions, and it would have resonated a lot better, I think, if the acting was better. Even with that said, with the acting not being the greatest, I thought everything they did to pull you into this movie works. One of the bigger things they do to pull you in this movie, I thought worked almost should be a masterclass, is the music in this movie. Mm-hmm. If you listen to the music, you even hear through the music the banging on like wood or something as if it's the door, but it's just the music playing in general scenes to put dread into it. That's just smart. That just adds extra element to like, is it okay? Is this what the guy Steve is hearing? Because you hear this racket all the time. Because even he had moments where he was seeing things and visioning things. And so is this the, like the music we're hearing? Is that what he's hearing? That constant beating? Um, it was a lot going on here. And I do like the fact that they didn't harbor on the past trauma that was going on. They kind of alluded to it, but they didn't make that the focus of it. The focus still was, hey, homeboy got somebody up in his, in his basement. Mm-hmm. What the hell? Like. Um, they did some. They did try to do some Milton building with hell. This book about the devil and oh, look at the crime rates, the one percent crime rate. The and that's what I liked about it because they gave you enough to say, hey, we kind of thought about this, but don't waste your time on that. Let's just keep moving right on along. Let me show you something else in this other room. So I did admire that. Um, outside of that, man, it just I felt like the movie was well done. I just feel like. The thing that was missing was, like a movie like this, you need an epic performance. You need to leave this movie thinking such and such acted the ass off in this one. It didn't happen, and I think that's what lets down the movie for me. But other than this, man, I, I kind of dug it, man. What What are your thoughts, uh, Jason? All right, so um, I got some notes. <laughs> uh, and there are a lot of uh, – this, this movie is some white people shit right here. <laughs> I'll give you that. <laughs> so firstly you know if my brother says yo i got someone locked up in the basement i'm like i love you bro i'm out of here i'm just yep. gonna leave i ain't telling nobody i'm not gonna snitch but i ain't staying <laughs> we're gonna get back in the car and we're gonna drive away and we ain't gonna talk about this ever again <laughs> and we ain't coming back <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna sit here and have this ethical debate about whether or not he's a devil or not. I don't know, no, 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 no. I'm just gonna be like, you do you, I'm out. I don't want to be involved in this whatsoever. <laughs> um, I love how in these horror movies, like people just be snooping around people's houses. Like, this is your first time here, you're just gonna be on other people's beds. Fine, he has a gun upstairs. Well, he lives here, so he can have a gun upstairs if he wants. I mean, this is America, <laughs> but. Other than that, I I really, really enjoyed this movie. Um, it is definitely like there's nothing that is scary other than the premise that these people don't know that whether or not their brother is insane or not. And as the movie goes, it progresses. I mean, we know that he's probably telling the truth, but like they don't know that. But like it's also uh, really cool that um, – He's also is insane. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, he is yeah. insane. There's no doubt about that. And like, it's just like a cool, like, uh, just a dramatic sort of like well shot sort of movie. Uh, yeah, the acting isn't great, but like, I feel like that works for me because it wouldn't be this polished sort of thing if you were dealing in this situation of 
your brother has kidnapped a person and he's downstairs locked in the basement, you're not going to be all like, oh, this is Cambridge. Uh, the Horatio, I knew him well. <laughs> You know, <laughs> it's going to be some 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 terrible moments in that. Um, I can and I kind of feel like once they take the cross off the door, and now you hear the person start to talk to them. I'm like, yeah, you're right. That's no, because <laughs> we didn't hear. We've been in this basement for like five minutes, and he didn't say shit to us. But once we took the cross down off the door, he starts talking to us. Yes, yeah, devil. You're right, brother. I'm still going to leave. You got to deal with this on your own. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but I believe you, but I'm going to leave because I don't know why I would stay around if there's either a kidnapped person in the house or the devil. I'm not going to hang around for this shit. <laughs> I'm sorry to all my brothers. I got a lot of them. I love them, but I'm leaving. And I will hope they will leave me too <laughs> if I have a person right. in my basement. <laughs> um, but yeah, all that right. is... It's, it's not a scary movie, but it is a tense movie, and I really and I especially really enjoyed the ending uh, when you see what's inside the box. It's not a yeah. human head. What's <laughs> yeah. in the box? Yeah, I, I, I'm right there with you, um, Josh. Your thoughts on I Trapped the Devil? Well, you're right. It's some white people shit. Because I, if it was my brother, I probably would have stayed and tried to like figure it out and help him out. <laughs> and once they took the cross down, though, I, I would have been out of there too. Um, at that point um unfortunately uh my daughter was just causing like the biggest ruckus when i was trying to watch this and i couldn't really just put myself into the movie but it was that kind of movie where Mm -hmm. you got to just like be in a quiet room and everything so i didn't get the full effect of the movie and i missed the last five minutes of the movie which i mean i don't know what was in the box um, it's not a human head. <laughs> that, that I know now. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to rewatch it, but definitely good at building uh, tension and dread, which I love. Um, I also didn't have a problem with the acting, um, sound design, music. Everything was great. Yeah, pretty much everything you guys said it was a on point little movie, and it achieved what it was trying to achieve. I will say this. Um, my wife did because she was watching it with me. That's how I know it was a pretty good movie because she doesn't want to watch any horror, but she sat down and stayed in there. She did hit one thing to me that kind of what I what she said, and I was like, uh, oh, huh, huh. She was like, how the hell did they get that thing in, in the, the basement anyway? I was thinking that. <laughs> I was uh, like, you lure the yeah, devil. Yeah, you're right. It's a cheese. <laughs> you put it in there. <laughs> And then was like, ah, geez, I love this. And you <laughs> shut the door behind him. <laughs> gotcha. So my, my thought, okay, and we'll go into a quick spoiler convo on it just because uh, I have a thought on, on that. So we're going to do spoilers in five, four, three, two, one. My thoughts were whatever trauma had happened with them, I'm thinking like the mother or the parent, whoever owned that house, because it was handed down. Because remember, the brother says, we both have, like, this is both for our house. Like, so my I'm thinking, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking the mother trapped the devil somehow and did all the stuff and put it up. And then when she passes, he probably was going in and inherited or cleaned it up or whatever and realized this was what's going on in the basement. Probably took took the cross off and then heard homeboys start talking and stuff and was like, oh, shit, and put it back on. And that's what going on. Still doesn't explain how it trapped, but I felt like that's a better explanation of how we got to the moment where we see it. It's like, 
they I, they think the tragedy, my, my wife thinks the tragedy, whatever happened in the home was related to the mother and the mother had trapped the devil back there and she passed away from insanity because obviously homeboy was starting to go insane. And that's, that's how, like, in the basement. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> so that, that was my theory. And I was like, she that was part of my wife's and then I kind of expanded upon it. And I'm like, that makes probably the best sense I can think of because other than that, I, and then also, you know, the thing, if Jaren was here, shout out to Jaren, that's how much we miss and love him. We know the first thing he would have been like is, how's the devil not how to open up the door? So, because at the end of point, some point you had to sneak him in there and lock all that stuff up, like, without him just busting through the door. So. <laughs> I'd imagine so, since the cross has him subdued, you know, you don't hear him when the cross is up on the door, like, using that would probably have pushed him into the, into the, room and then you were able to close the door after you've used the cross but i'm also not a religious person you know and also like would the devil light the cross because that was used for human crucifixions i don't know that's neither here nor there <laughs> yeah yeah again remember but, i said to my be in my review don't think too much about it because it falls apart <laughs> <laughs> but uh also i mean like do you think like was this thing sort of inevitable that they were going to have this conflict because of his mental illness or was it all the devil's doing do you know was it because you know at the end the, the wife was ended up believing the, the brother Karen, yeah, which I thought was it because Karen's the one sleeping around here, like saying, Oh no, he's motherfucking crazy. And then like then she goes, Oh no, he's he's telling the truth, but I don't know what to do about it. <laughs> right, so right. He felt it too. And and then you know, I think the other brother's name was Kevin or Mark or something, something generic. Yeah, uh, I think it was, Matt, was one that, Matt. I think it was Matt, yeah. He was the one not really believing his brother. And, you know, I guess that's where the, the conflict, because he goes to go open the door, even though his brother's breaking down. But, damn, I, I probably would have shot the dude afterwards, too. <laughs> yeah, you got you to gotta die. You got to die. Uh, let's go on to our questions for this one. So, But, Josh, watching uh, in, because uh, yeah, that the ended, voice yeah. you hear does not match up with what's in the box. Oh, yeah. now I gotta. Yeah. 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 Last five minutes. <laughs> I'm going to do a full rewatch because I, I <laughs> my daughter was going nuts. So I, yeah. I did not get the experience. Been there, done that. You got to shake them. They yeah. stop moving after you shake them. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is not a recommendation to everybody. Sorry. <laughs> Please don't abuse your kids. <laughs> oh, man. So shake them. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. Best version of the devil. I don't care in all things. What is the best version of the devil? I will go. My best version of the devil is, and this is going to be so cheesy because uh, kind of in that Selma Hayek range, um, old girl Elizabeth Hurley from, was it Bedazzled or be Bedazzled? whatever? No, you're wrong. Yes. Best version of the devil. You're wrong. She was hot as hell because I would have brought in. And then when she got menacing <laughs> in that one scene, it was scary as fuck. So, yes, best devil to me. The one that can make me be like, hey, I want to do this naturally. But if I don't, she can still put them hands on me and freak me out. So that's the best version of the devil for me. What is yours, Jason? Uh, I would like Josh go first to see if he's wrong, too. Okay. Black okay. Phillip. Black Phillip from The Witch. Oh, okay. Witch. You're also wrong. Yeah. Cool. Okay, you're both wrong. Okay, let's hear it. There's hear only yours. one right answer to this question, and it's obviously okay. Al Pacino from the, uh, Devil's Advocate. Obviously. That's the obvious one. That's the <laughs> obvious answer. Look, he was like my number. He was my number three. He was my number three. <laughs> yeah. Black Phillip. My number two. Yeah, Black Phillip was creepy. 
Oh, back. I don't like ghosts now. Yeah. My number two. <laughs> my number two actually was the devil or Satan in a uh, passion from a uh, passion of the Christ, like the ambiguous sexually oh, like thing. Yeah. That that was creepy. And then, as hell. Didn't it have like a creepy like baby thing baby too. Or yeah, yeah. Like, like, was, that thing freaked me out. My view of Passion of Christ was ruined because it's late. It was a packed theater. This lady mm. was sitting next to me, and the whole time she was whispering, "Yes, Lord." Yes, Jesus. I'm like, I'm trying to watch him. Could you please be quiet? I'm trying to watch. Like, that, that's Jim Caviezel up there. It's not Jesus Christ, all right? It's a movie. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's Oh, insane. my God. All right, my next question. Ruin my experience. <laughs> who, who wins in the fight? The robot devil from Futurama or Hades from Hercules? The robot devil doesn't play the fiddle. <laughs> <Or the Hercules. laughs> so you going with the robot devil? I'm going with the robot devil from Futurama. <laughs> Josh, who do you got? I, n- I never watched Futurama. I'm not oh, watching. you're killing me, Josh. So yeah, by default, he has to guy, Hades. But, yeah, yeah, but Hades was a bitch, though. I don't think Hades is winning the last <laughs> <laughs> I'll take I'll probably, I'm going robot, too. <laughs> All right. And my okay, this last one isn't really a question, but I'm just gonna put it out there. Um, Bill Cosby played the devil in the devil and Max Devlin. That's all for that. All right, let's go into our next segment of the day. There's several women. What once again? That's why I just wanted to point out that he played the devil in a movie. Uh, go to the next segment of here. We're gonna start a new uh segment we call Make a Case. So, in Make a Case, we're gonna bring up something that was trashed or hated by everybody, movies, TV show, or whatever. And we're going to make a case for why people should give it another chance. And I think that we didn't do a rating on uh, I Trapped the Devil, but it's fine. People have seen that we enjoy it. They'll go and watch it. Anyway, yeah, so enjoy it. Uh, I'll kick this off because I'm excited about kicking this off and making everybody sick to their stomach with the blasphemy that I'm about to see right now. And so I'm going to make a case for why we should give Fantastic Four the Silver Surfer another try. Oh yes, ladies and gentlemen. Josh person? No, there's no, oh, there's no, no justification. No, no. But no. yeah, Silver Surfer, that's fine. It had Lawrence Fishburne in it. All you're, right, you're good. <laughs> Actually, that's my number one. My number one. <laughs> <laughs> so had Lawrence start, Fishburne in it. Yeah, I'm gonna start from the bottom and I'm gonna go up. But you took my number one, buried the lead there. But number five, the number five reason why you should give. Um, Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer, another trap, because uh, Julian McMahon playing Doom in there is a terrible Doom, don't get me wrong, but he is so camping over the top, and they actually partially get the mask right and the outfit right in this one. I can rock with it, and also the fact that he was able to con his way in the government giving him a contract after he was the villain in the last one. Shout so out to him for that. Super <laughs> powers. Like, like, how yeah. dumb is the government? <laughs> <laughs> We got this really cool scientist hey. from the Latveria. His name is Victor Von Newton. You heard of him? <laughs> yeah, you mean the one that made that public spectacle a couple of years in ago? New York? Yeah, that guy. <laughs> that guy. Um, my number four reason to give it a chance is that this they actually feel like a team in this movie. Like you see them do use their powers with each other. They seem like they've been doing this for a while. And then also in the comic books, the Fantastic Four, we're like the celebrity superheroes. And you get a vibe and feel of this in this movie when they're taking photos and doing autographs. Like people really know who they are and respect them as heroes, which is a welcome term because most of our heroes either can't be heroes because, you know, reasons or they're dark and broody. So they don't want to be heroes because of reasons. So I, I enjoy in this movie that they actually live in that moment very heavily. 
Um, my number three reason, which is probably going to be, uh, it's going to maybe upset some people, but I'm going to keep it real here. Uh, Chris Evans is the human torch. is amazing in both of them, but especially in this movie. <laughs> I even dare say that his Johnny Storm is better than his Steve Rogers. Oh, and I will be, fight anybody I, to the death on that. Right there. <laughs> I will fight people to the death on that one because he is better as Johnny Storm than he is as Steve Rogers. And it's not even close because I feel like Chris Evans is probably in the age where he played Johnny Storm, closest to Johnny Storm, like who Johnny Storm was. So I do love Johnny uh, Chris Evans' Johnny Storm here, um, but I still do love Captain America. He's my favorite guy on the Avengers, so good for him. Um, number <laughs> Number two is they actually make a sex joke with the thing with about Alicia Masters. And basically the joke is about a rock slide and her death. That is awesome. <laughs> you can get that in this movie, and that is awesome. <laughs> yes, it is very gross, but it makes me think about mall rats, and that is awesome. So, <laughs> and my number one reason, which I kind of mashed all up together on this one, is, like you said it before, Lawrence Fishburne, or Larry Fishburne, as I like to call him, is the voice. <laughs> Doug Jones is the actor of the Silver Surfer, and he sounds, he looks great, he sounds great. If they ever do bring him to the MCU, I feel like they should keep that combo because it works so well. And, and going with that Silver Surfer thing, the chase scene with him and Johnny Storm, I think, still is fucking awesome. Like, even when I watched it, I was like, this is so fucking good. Like, the moment when he goes through the building and Johnny's shocked by it, it's just a lot of good stuff in that chase scene. And even the stopping and catching Johnny by the throat, like, <laughs> so fucking good. So the reason why I say that this should get another chance is because people forget, like, in 2007, when this came out, we were in a comic book cruxus. The MCU hadn't really started yet. I think that starts next year with Iron Man. And we were still coming off the heels of, like, superhero movies still kind of almost being goofy and light and bright and funny and happy-go-lucky. And they never took themselves as serious. Now, we did have Blade and all that, which was serious. But let's be completely honest, Blade was looked at as, like, the black people's comic book character. So they didn't take scripts from Blade to make that work. So... If you watch this Fantastic Four movie, you see, I feel like it's the movie that it ushers into the new era. The whole Sue Storm stuff with uh, Silver Surfer is a real, real, real moment there. Even though I wish they would have kept it with Alicia Masters, which would have been in the comic book. But it's still a real moment there. Plus, they had to give Sue something to do. But <laughs> it is still cheesy. It's over the top. But also, it has some doom and gloom. But also shows a team functioning as a team and a family. Which, again, a lot of the other superhero movies were individual ones. So we hadn't had to see the team aspect yet. So this movie, I feel like, is that divider line between when they were like, yeah, we don't want to be this anymore, but we can see some parts in here that we want to take to make it better. And I feel like that movie is that moment in comic book history where it was like, yeah, we need to stop making these type of movies, but we can get some of the good parts. All right. I'll make a case for the Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer. Give it another try and, and tell me what you think. You'll probably comment below and be like, you guys are insane. Jason, you should lose your credentials and go fuck yourself. But I'll take it. I'll take the heat. Isn't this the movie right. where Reed Richards does that really terrible CGI dance with the It is. That is the one. Yeah. That's why I skipped it. You're going to die your put your... Yeah, that's why I skipped it. Hey, look. <laughs> Spider-Man 3 did it too. So, And it was a bad yeah, movie as well. Movie. So it, it was in... My point is it was in this era where this is what they were putting out. So... I'll down hey, that hill. I'll hey, be fine. Rises of the Surfer is still leagues better than Fan Four Stick. <laughs> oh, I mean, so, it's the best one out of all of them. Like, yeah, so, which isn't saying like, much. It's not saying much. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, how like hard is it to get the Fantastic 
for right. I don't know. I'm not, you know, obviously I'm not a writer, director, you know, producer, but I just, I don't get like, like this, this, these people, yeah. are just like the forties, like you should be able to like do yeah. this. It seems <laughs> like very you doable. Four characters. Like y'all can get the X-Men right. You got 1,500 X-Men. You got a thousand Avengers. Yeah. You can't get four people right. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> It should be like a layup for somebody who's really good at writing. Like, oh, yeah, just write four characters and maybe a fifth, like with Doctor Doom. Like, oh, yeah, I got this. Maybe that's probably why easy. they always talk. Like, oh, this is going to be easy right, as fuck. Right. <laughs> All right, Jason, do you have a movie that we should, that you want to make a case for? All right. Well, I won't be making this. So, people who've watched this movie, who love this movie, obviously will not be making a case for them. It's for everybody else. So, um, the movie I'm going to say, um, and the reason I say this is because I once watched this movie, a beloved childhood movie of mine. I watched it in the eighth grade in the band. It'd be one of those days where we just weren't fucking around and my teacher put it on and I was like, yeah, I love this movie. And everybody in the room was like, what is this fucking bullshit? And that mm. movie is The Wiz. <laughs> With the Wiz is awesome. The Wiz is yeah, fucking awesome. <laughs> but let's be honest, the acting in it is not that great. You know, Michael Jackson <laughs> and Diana Ross. It's a musical, are, though. Yeah, it's a musical. Right, right. And those songs are banging. I, I believe, and it's funny that Josh says this, that he's on this. Uh, you know, not a lot of people who are not outside of the African American community like this movie. And it's because and but I it's fucking awesome. It is I, in my home opinion, even though I love the original Wizard of Oz, the songs in this one, in The Wiz, are like 40 times better. Yeah. (laughs) And I just, it's just like, anytime like something good happens in my life, I put on, can you feel a brand new day? And I'm sitting there (laughs) dancing around and and it's it's fucking awesome ass. (laughs) (laughs) 70s music, fucking Every song is a fucking bop. Like the the direction, the the whole like look of the mo- of the movie is great because it definitely has that urban feel to it. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say it, it is better than Wizard of Oz. I I'm gonna go ahead and say that out loud. It's better than Wizard of Oz. If you say otherwise, you're a white supremacist. I hate you. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just um, such a great. Fucking musical. I don't even like musicals. That's how much I love this movie. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So if you have not watched The Wiz mm-hmm. as a as a human being, go find yourself a copy, put that in. You will not be disappointed. And if you are disappointed, I want you to go outside, dig a <sighs> hole about six feet wide and six feet deep, get into it, and I'll come and I will bury you because you should die. <laughs> <laughs> The, the only issue with the Wiz, the only real issue is that Diana Ross is like 33 years old in this movie, but it's still awesome. But she's 33, <laughs> yeah. and you can tell she she's like black don't crack. <laughs> yeah, but it's, she's all of 33 in this movie, like, but it's still dope. As like, why are you having such a difficult life? You're a grown ass woman, like, move out your parents' house, damn. <laughs> <laughs> right? Stop, stop blaming people for your failure, Diana. I mean, Dorothy. Uh, <laughs> All right, so the Wiz, Josh, did you happen to bring one that you want to make a case for? Yeah, so um, I had a hard time with this one because I can think of a million movies that everybody loves that I hate, like Inception. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, 
Josh, we'll bring, literally bring you back on so we can argue about Inception. One day oh, we'll I can do go that. All day with Inception. <laughs> Inception. Just watch a movie with people talking about ideas and nothing happening. Um, so, happening inside their mind. <laughs> They're inception. Don't you get it? Exactly. Um, so I came up with the movie that I don't think it's not hated, but nobody takes it seriously enough. Everybody kind of just thinks it's goofy if they even remember it. Um, not a lot of super fans out there like me, but to me, I would put this movie in like top a hundred all time, all time films. Mm-hmm. And that is Deep Blue Sea. I oh, Blue yes. Sea is a masterpiece. Yes. I feel um, like you're right. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am right. That's why. <laughs> uh, I got some reasons for you, too. I didn't make a, a, a list, but the animatronic sharks, they have horrible CGI at times, but it's very sparingly used. But the animatronic sharks, I don't know if you ever saw behind the scenes, they swim. They're like legit. They thrash around. They look like sharks, but scarier than sharks. Then you got the premise, best premise of all time. This is the best premise of all time in any movie. You're going <laughs> to study Alzheimer's uh, cures by pumping up the brains and, and as a byproduct, bodies of Mako sharks and making them like evil and smart and big. Like, amazing. I would and, have to question why I didn't do this in an aquarium that's landlocked. Not in the middle of the ocean. I would have the question. Oh, there's that. so but many, there's so many, so many logical fallacies in the movie, but you just gotta let them go. Yeah, like, that's I, the only I don't know, if, you, if you're swimming underwater uh, as a shark with a hospital gurney in your mouth, are you gonna really have enough speed to launch it at glass that's probably like super durable glass and crack it? Probably no. not. But that's <laughs> not the best scene in the movie, like. though. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just I love that movie so much. LL Cool J lives, which is another plus for the movie. That Josh, wouldn't have happened in you. other movies. Yeah, thank you. We talked about that last week. Him and Buster Rhymes, Godfathers of the Survival of Blacks. Uh, Buster, I'm not I'm not down with Buster Rhymes in Halloween though. You should. Oh no, no. he's got <laughs> But I love Buster Rhymes, but not yeah, not in Re- Resurrection. So yeah, that's that's my my movie. Also, Look, the one man, thing I like I, about Deep Blue Sea too is that it not only does LL Cool J live, but the final girl dies. Yeah, like, who you kind of want to die? Yeah, <laughs> like you're like this chick is going. I mean, she's the woman. Obviously, uh, Thomas Jane is going to die because you know he's the the love interest or whatever. So obviously, she's going to mm-hmm. live and he's going to die. And LL Cool J is going to drown a horrible death because no black person knows how to swim. And I don't know why he took the shot in the first place. <laughs> But he lives, and Thomas Shane lives, and then she gets eaten by a shark. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened? I don't know if you heard about this, but originally she lived and LL died. But they did it to, they showed it to test audiences, and test audiences were so pissed that LL died, and they hated her, so they switched it up, and they, they reshot the end so that LL also, would live so and she would die. In order to survive in a horror movie as an African-American person, you have to be a well-loved <laughs> Hip hop artist. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yes, unfortunately, yes. yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> that's the case. Because I cause, think uh, Kelly, Kelly, what's her face? And then live in 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 Freddy versus Jason. She got killed. So you got to be a she had Kelly Rowland. Yeah. She had 
Yeah. She had some good insults right before her death, though. <laughs> she went out like a, um, like a G. <laughs> I will say this, like, and of all the things you said about Deep Blue Sea, I think you gave to the right show for it because we love Deep Blue Sea, but the Sam Jackson scene <laughs> yeah. is like, is it all It's timer. iconic. Yeah, yeah, it is an all-timer in horror, but in cinema in general. Like, if anybody mm-hmm. has not seen it, one, watch the movie. But if you don't want to go through one, watch the movie, just Google Sam Jackson and Deep Blue Sea. I don't want to ruin it for anybody. It is just great. I remember seeing that in the theater. And, and to use a wrestling term, I normally don't pop for, for horror movies that much. Like, the whole audience and myself popped in that moment. It was like... <laughs> What? Like everybody was like, <laughs> it was that kind of laugh, but like, oh crap! But like, like it, it's just great. It is still yeah. one of the greatest moments I've ever had in the movie you, theater of all time. Because it was, it was such a, a straight like zero to sixty moment, like or like from a hundred to hundred and sixty moment. Like you're mm-hmm. so like he gives this great ass speech, and you're like, mm, and then it's like, nope. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> He does a Sam Jackson. You you're like, yeah, Sam Jackson. And then the shark's yeah. like, I don't care about Sam Jackson. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just so great. It's so great. Yes. Oh, I forgot. you know what? Somebody did. My cousin did come to me and said, we left somebody off the list of the hierarchy of black people surviving in, in horror movies. We forgot about Ice Cube and Anaconda. I oh, forget. yeah. I just forgot about Anaconda. Hey, has And the guy uh, D Day from Jeepers Creepers too. He lived. I don't oh, know if you saw yeah, that yeah, movie. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the original surviving one is you know my man from Night of the Living Dead, and then followed by Ken Cade in Dream Warriors, and then everybody else falls behind them. They're, they're the real. <laughs> OGs of the survival yeah, game. Yeah, but you really can't count <laughs> Nine Living Dead. He lived through the 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 <laughs> you know, the most <laughs> that one experience. Yeah, but yeah, then look, racism killed look, him. Man. <laughs> look, man, you can't tell off a white man and slap a white woman and survive. Let's just call it what it is. You got <laughs> to make some concessions. <laughs> yeah, you got to make some concessions there. <laughs> you gave us those moments. Job could be in this house, house. I'm the boss. <laughs> like, oh shit, he dead. He definitely dead. <laughs> Yeah, you know that guy had to had to die so that dude on Captain Phillips could walk. You know, plain and simple. Look at me, look at me. I'm the captain now. Yes. <laughs> All right, guys. I think we have done it again, man. We have another one in the books. Um, first and foremost, we want to thank Josh for coming through and blessing thank us you. and doing the show with us. Like I said before, you have my email. You always have an open invitation. If you ever set up one week, it's like, you know what? I want to jump on the show. Email me. Let me know. I'll see you like we did. See you what we're going to go over, and we'll rock and roll. I think next week. We're I'm going to do it one day. Oh, please. Hey, you're more than welcome. I mean, your hate of Gal Gadot alone gave you an <laughs> ultimate pass. You are in. Like, it's, you know? a strong, it's, a, it's a fire in my belly that I got for Gal Gadot. <laughs> <laughs> He said, if I catch uh, her on the street, <laughs> <laughs> it's like she owes him 20 bucks or something. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I need my money, gal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I feel sorry for somebody walking down the street that looks like her. <laughs> like, hey, hey, go, hey, come hey, there she is right here. 
I mean, I would probably be simping in real life if I saw her on the street, to be honest. We but, all would. We all would. Yeah, behind the screen, it's be just. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but as always, yes, thank you, Josh. Again, offer always stands. Let us know. Thanks, guys. Um, next week, we will be doing an all Ghostbusters edition of the N-Word for Nerd podcast. Uh, again, please, everybody, remember to share, like, and follow us on all of our places on Head Cannon Circus, YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. And like we say, we put up clips of the show. So if you want to look, listen to just one of our reviews, we'll have clips for that. And then next week, we'll bring back more comments because we did get some comments in this week. But I'll wait till next week to do that. So, guys, hopefully you guys enjoyed what we brought to you all. If you did not enjoy what we brought to you all, you can always comment and tell us how terrible we are. And we'll read your comments on, on there. And we will still clap back. But we'll still read it. <laughs> We'll still give you the pressure of reading it. And then I'll tell you to suck my dick. (laughs) (laughs) As always, Josh, thank you again. And Jason, Duke of all nerds, any closing words? You know, be kind, be considerate, and always tip your servers and bartenders 20%. All right. And, guys, thank you all for listening. We will see you all next week. And it wasn't out of head.